Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast is the week of UFC 280, but before we do that, we must talk about what happened this past weekend in the card that I know you were all riveted by, sat around your TVs, huddled, waiting for the results of Alexa Grasso and Viviana Rujo. Ty, how you feeling today on this uh, this consequential and serious uh, discussion that we are about to have about this card that happened this past weekend? Um, yeah, it happened. <laughs> yeah, Mike Jackson fought. That's all I need to know. It's kind of uh, I, I'll never lie to you, people. Okay, I could sit here and act like that shit was you know like a, it was a big deal. And it, listen, man, it wasn't. You know, like it. We talked about it beforehand. This was kind of such an alt, the ultimate filler card. Before this 280, and the, like they stacked this 280 to no end. They could have multiple fights that were on here be main events throughout, sprinkled throughout all these, uh, you know, quote unquote garbage cards that they have. But they decide to load this up. They're going back to Abu Dhabi. They love the market. They must make a ridiculous amount of money when they go there. So here we are, yeah. though. Let's before we get there, we will have a huge show on Friday to discuss what's going on. Uh, come Saturday afternoon or we might have to even have a little earlier episode just because it's the, the cards a little earlier we need to people yeah. need to listen get their bets in so we'll have That's it bullshit all too I feel like the last time they went to Abu Dhabi they started at seven like they started at normal pay-per-view time a couple I could be times wrong, they but. did I mean I know when Connor fought they did right when when Habib fought uh they did in the afternoon I remember that yeah yeah but Fuck, man, it's going to suck because Oliveira, Makachev, they probably get in the ring around 4 or 5, somewhere around there. Yeah. And that's like middle of the day on Saturday. All the idiots are drunk. Like, it's going to be hard though. for me to – yeah, definitely. It's going to be hard for me to watch, but I'm going to I'm gonna sneak my phone uh, – sneak my phone, um, you know, prop it up somewhere in, the, in, like, the back and just, you know, try to watch as much as I can, but – It'll be nice to get it out of the way. Go watch the Phillies game. You know, my Phillies are still fighting, fighting hard, fighting long, fighting strong. Stroking deep. Ooh. All right. Uh, so uh, let's get into the card, though. Let's get into the card while we're here. Uh, not really a high, uh, high. Le- I shouldn't say high level, but real, real consequential main event here. This was somewhat of a boring fight. I watched the whole thing from start to finish, and I, uh, I mean, it kind of went how we we thought it would, but there was just really no money to be made on this. Uh, and of course, we both lost, but. Well, you didn't lose. I, I, I did. But Alexa Grasso took care of business. I think I saw a 50-45. I think the, well, the other one's 49-46. Yeah, I think so. There's uh, one 49-46. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, yeah, I, 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 to, I, should, I should have had that up. Yeah, no, I, I, I usually I never find that. But I, I, the one I was looking at uh, the other night was I – I, I did see a 50-45, which I was like – Yeah, oh, so Mr. Camillo gave round three to Vivi and Mr. Sal Diamato gave round four to Vivi. Mike Bell gave every single round to Grasso. I think Grasso probably won all of them. I think maybe like the second or third. Like They were all like kind of close, you know? Yeah, like, that's what I thought. She, so. just was, she was just better. Uh, yep. I thought it was pretty, you know, pretty easy. But – uh, let's go to the fights that she did get taken down twice, but yep. I think Popped she right back what? up. Right, right yeah, she stuck eight, eight takedowns. So round one, round yeah, she, I mean she outstruck her in every round but the fourth, and then the fifth she only outstruck her by one. But 
I, I still think she landed the better, the harder strikes. She mixed it up. She went to the body and to the leg much more. Uh, this was the, they, they pretty much struck a distance. There was a little clinch work and, you know, obviously the, the, the little bit of groundwork. But, um, yeah, I thought Grasso was more sharp. Um, I, I just think she's so solid, like, all around. I think she's just a very solid fighter. Um, it's going to be really tough to beat her. You know, she puts together rounds very well. She, she has that, that great boxing, the great jab. Um, and she, she really, she's really tough. Like she will dig deep. You know, she, I think if she ever gets herself in, in some trouble, I think she'll be able to, to dig herself out. Vivi's also a little older. So, uh, maybe, maybe Grosso's next, which is, you know, depending on how you feel about her and yeah. the status of the division, you know, Manon Firo is also hanging around. I think that's probably what they want to do, you know, because besides, uh, besides them, you have to look at like the back end of the top 10 to find a title contender which is you know just no not not ideal like just who wants to see valentina no. and uh casey o'neill nope. <laughs> you know what i mean like no so yeah it's it's it sucks i guess we have firo this weekend so we'll see what she does against chukagian if she can like finish her or just put together a, a solid solid you know ass whooping for three rounds i think she's probably next and with grasso waiting in the wings um i know grasso's three and three in the ufc but those are three eh, tough losses that were uh, some of them very debatable. So we'll see what go what what, what they do going forward. But um, I do like Alexa. I do think she's still getting better. Uh, I just I'm not sure what her ceiling is. You know. Yeah, I think it's probably one more, and then they'll mm-hmm. roll with a uh, a big a big title fight of some sort. Yeah, it's just like you said. You look at that top the top level of that uh, flyweight division, and it's just you know Santos already fought her, Chukagian already fought her, Murphy already fought her, Andrade already fought her. You know, like it, it, Grasso's the next one up, but I don't know if she's really worthy yet because I feel I kind of feel like we know what's going to happen with that, right? Yeah, I in think theory. So. I mean, I, obviously, you, we said that with Santos, and then she kind of put a good fight on her, but. I, I don't know. I, I just in order to sell that to the public or you know kind of make it somewhat believable, I think you need one more between her and someone else, probably a, a Firo, and, mm-hmm. and then you could be like, all right, yeah, the winner of this is fighting for the title, and, and let those other ones knock each other down, or you know they're hoping that should Shevchenko loses the belt and that gives them the opportunity to hop in there, kind of the same way right. everyone was rooting for Usman to lose because they needed a little bit of parity in division, gave them a little bit of hope to try and get their title shot again because you can't keep running second trilogy matches and things where you've lost twice already. You know, you need yeah, that's just... you need a little change in the division. But, yeah, I mean, this is just kind of uh, a blah main event for me, and it kind of played out that way, to be honest. Uh, Jonathan Martinez took care of business against Cub Swanson. Uh, Cub, uh, let me just say it off, off the rip. I didn't think Cub looked that great at 35. He looked slow. Yeah. He looked uh, like all these shots were affecting him heavily, but Jonathan Martinez throws some heavy kicks, both leg, body, everything. It just he, he is just a, a tough guy to, like, the defense is pretty good, and if you get within his bubble, he's throwing a, a nuclear leg kick at you or a nuclear body kick, and it's having some serious effect. But he eventually gets him on an inside leg kick. He hit a few of them in the, at the end of that second round. And just buckled him and got him out of there. And uh, big win for Jonathan Martinez. Yeah, he looked pretty good. He ate a couple shots, not too he many, did. but he, there was a couple, a couple of strong shots. I think in uh, might have been the beginning of the second round. I'm not sure. Uh, Cub did show a little bit of fight. Uh, I, th- I also think he lasted a little longer than I thought. At the end of the first round, I thought he was probably going to be done. Uh, he also said he fractured a rib. Um, 
which I'm not surprised by. I mean, look who Jonathan Martinez trains with, you know, uh, Chris Gutierrez, Anthony Smith, Dustin Jacoby, uh, Razor, Ro- Razor Rob Wilkinson, Brandon Royval, uh, Ascar Ascar, Alexander Hernandez, like guys that throw kicks, you know what I mean? Especially, especially Chris Gutierrez, who was in his corner, two guys that they both now have light kick finishes. So, um, not, not really surprised. You know, I think kind of like you said, played out how he thought, um, yeah, shout out to Jonathan Martinez. He probably, you know, deserves a, a little step up here just to see see where he is, kind of gauge gauge his improvements. He's only 28. Uh, he's won, I think, four in a row since the Davy Grant loss. Uh, very active. Three fights in 2022, uh, two fights in 2021, I think three fights in 2020. So, like, this is a guy who gets in there. He's fought some tough fighters. Vince Morales is tough. Alejandro Perez is tough. Uh, lost to Shavili. That dude was undefeated before he fought him, so... He's, he, he looks better and better every time we see him. And Cub Swanson, I think, was a big upgrade from Vince Morales just because of the the power and, and, and you know, him being a vet and being around so long and having all that experience. But like you said, it's, he's probably uh, – Cub's probably done. Yeah, I mean, is it is it, is he officially done? Did he actually, like, announce his retirement? No, or I mean, I, he should I, – no, I mean, I hate to do that to guys, but he should be. Yeah, I think – I feel like I want to see him at 145 one more time. I, I – I know, we talked about that before. I didn't get why he was doing this thirty-five thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It, it it doesn't seem natural. You know, as you get older, I feel like you want to move up, not down. Yeah. I don't know. I know he doesn't take shot. Maybe he was like, maybe I won't get knocked out. I won't get punched in the face and have my head smacked into the th- third row, which was true. It didn't happen. His leg though was uh, was brutalized. So yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe we'll, another fight at one forty-five for for Mister Cub. Yeah, I wouldn't be against that at all. Um... But good win for Jonathan Martinez. I mean, he, that's he's he's not that guy. No matter what, I mean, he we'll see if he's able to break into that next level of competition. Like you said, he's had good guys, but he needs that kind of a couple more like signature wins to get himself maybe you know like in those rankings or you know a little bit more notable uh, stuff. I mean that 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 thirty five division is stacked, so it's not going to be. Is. It really is. I don't know who who would you give him next. Uh, your your boy. Um... Boom, boom, Kelleher, or yeah, like maybe that. Yeah, I mean, you could do that. It, 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 That'd it, be a pretty good fight, I think. It could be somebody like that uh, of that ilk, or so, an older sort of vet to like. Sun Sal, but, I mean, he kind of just fought Cub Swanson, so that's kind of what what that is. So maybe someone that's just right outside that fifteen. You know, man. yeah, Cody Stamen. I mean, I just saw Jack Shore moved. He's moving up to uh, forty-five. So yeah. After he got knocked out, which is interesting. Yeah, that's uh, quite. That's quite. Uh, you said my body can't handle the cut. I'm like, all right, there you go. There's that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, well, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, D- Dusko, how about Dusko? How about actually Jordan Wright coming out with a wrestling attack? Unbelievable. I, I mean, what th- you want to talk <laughs> about? One of the lowest IQs in all of mixed martial arts. Jordan Wright is that. That's it. I can't believe. Um. I, I, listen, man, <laughs> he came out. And, I mean, Dusko kind of, like, just, like, didn't – they expected the fight. He backed him up right away, but he didn't really throw much. Kind of put the pressure on Jordan Wright. Jordan Wright, I don't know what he's doing in training. And I don't know if it's more mental where he just busts his load as soon as the fight starts. But, like, he can't – like, he has one round in him. And that's Literally it. Literally five minutes. That's it. Five minutes. That's insane. It's literally insane. I, I, I was watching the fight. Like, I, I – this is one of the fights I missed, so I just rewatched it today, and it gives you like a different perspective when you're like watching it when it's not live and you already know the result. So I'm like, how does this happen? 
You know, like, I'm like, of course he gets ground and pounded. Like, I knew this was going to happen. I just didn't know how yeah. it was going to go down. And and he wrestled. Like, he had top control for a while in that first round. And then the, Five minutes total. Control. Yeah, and then the second round starts, and he starts getting his head pounded. Bro, bro. Like, <laughs> he literally went through an actual trench warfare exchange in overseas and came back, and he was just done. Like, no life in him. He, uh, Dusko... Landed seventy six percent of his significant strikes. That's yeah. crazy. That's sixty one of eighty. That's actually insane. Like, like, uh, oh man, what are we doing here? Fifty eight to eight in the second round. If you had the under one and a half, like your boy did, you're very, un- very, very unhappy. I-, I saw so many people had under one and a half in parlays, straight up with a bunch of units on it, and it just misses by what, like forty, thirty seconds or something like that. Yep. Um. Yeah, man. We saw Beverly Hills Ninja 2.0 in the first round, and then he reverted back to his uh, old shell of himself in the second round. Yeah, I mean, not really much else to say here. I, you know, it's four or five, I think, right? He has four. He, what he, he was eleven. He was ten and zero, and then he finally fought somebody good, got smoked. Then he fought somebody bad, and he got an easy win. And now three more, three losses in a row. Yeah, shout uh, out to at least Jamie he made it. <laughs> what is Bo Nickel going to do, to Jamie Peckett? Dude? Jamie I mean, Pickett is yeah, he's going to fucking smoke. It. That's going to be like. Maybe one minute. If there's a one minute prop, I'm gonna try to take that. But yeah, that's probably the only way to make money. <laughs> that'll probably be minus money too. But yeah, I mean, you know, Dusko, he he did get beat up a little bit. You know, Dusko, uh, he took some shots. He likes he he must love getting punched or something. I, I know he has a big old head, but Jesus Christ. But um, yeah, shout out to Jordan Wright. He's probably gonna be on that UFC roster bot uh, uh, in the coming he days. Be. Yeah, he 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 would be. <laughs> He should go to Icon uh, FC or Octagon. Yeah, or Mr. Cage. I think, or <laughs> Mr. Cage, RFA, LFA, somewhere else, brother. He probably couldn't One. cut it, Mr. Cage. If you put him in Ryzen and gave him all the steroids that he could absorb, he might be, he might be a problem. I don't know. What they need to do is figure out this guy's gas tank. That That's the biggest problem. The I one mean, that he doesn't—they need to install a gas, gas that's tank. That's true. In him. That's true. I mean, there must be holes or something going on there because the guy starts <laughs> to fight and he's ready to go. I mean, he was wrestling; it looked technical. I was like, "Oh, damn!" And then I, the once the second round started, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, it's like someone fucking just came in and hit him with like a fucking shot of something like you would put a horse down, and he just all of a sudden was like, <gasps> like just sucking air. I couldn't believe it. I was all right. See you later. I mean, and yeah. I was not that I say I should. I couldn't believe it. I was just like. He, he kind of confused me for the first five minutes. I just didn't yeah. think – thought maybe he was a new and improved version of him. Nah. <laughs> just for point, one round. Just for one round. Just for one round. 2.0 still got the same gas tank. But good win for Dusko, 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 Todorovic. Uh, and Jordan Wright probably should be looking for new employment. So, Rafael Sunsal. This was a huge upset uh, odds-wise. But looking back, it kind of makes sense. He kind of – just uh, – Victor Henry put a lot of pressure without any offense being able to be, come back – and Sunsal being a counterfighter, more power, uh, just was able to just outwit his way in for this victory. And uh, I mean, and me seeing that Victor Henry is also 35 years old didn't also help the whole, you know, him being the younger guy. I mean, Sunsal yeah. being 40. Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm glad I, I kept this off my car. We kind of talked about how that he was a live dog in this, but I didn't think he'd win 30-27 on a decision. But what did you make of this? Yeah, man. Uh, this might be one that we look back on and say, why the fuck didn't we take a chance on a Sun Sal money line? Yeah. Just because of the 
it, like there's not there's not really much there with Victor Henry. I know his, his debut was like awesome, but like I feel like that was such a flash in the pan. Not to say it was a fluke or anything, but it kind of was. I mean, he dominated Ioni Barcelos, and then he gets dominated by Javier Alcantara. Like, I don't know, man. He's just an interesting fighter, and you know, seeing the, the the regional scene losses and just the experience he has. I don't know. Thirty, you know, he takes a lot of shots. His style isn't great to bet on. You know, you don't really want to bet on a guy who just who gives away minutes and rounds and exchanges the way he does. Uh, I mean, he got hit with like three or four big overhand rights while uh, Suntow caught his left leg. It was just, it yeah. was hilarious. Then just fucking, uh, throw, just dumped his ass on the fence. Dumped like. him. Gave him a dumper. Um, All right. <laughs> yeah, I thought Suntow looked good. He turned back the clock. Uh, he landed like, you know, like we said in the Dusko fight, he landed like 70% of his significant strikes. Victor Henry has like no stand up. He's just very inefficient offensively and defensively. Um, he mixes up. He goes to the body and legs and whatnot, but he just doesn't do enough to win rounds. That's why he didn't win any rounds. So shout out to his son, Sal, for turning back the clock. Good for his son, Sal. That was a uh, huge win. Uh, huge, huge upset. Alonzo Menafield just put the fucking heat on uh, Misha Serkinov. Uh, had him bleeding. Hit him with a nasty sort of temple shot that buckled him. And then, I mean, he just hit him with every shot necessary at the end to close him out. This fight only goes a minute 28. Uh, cash out for both of us. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Serkinov, you can't even say much about it other than, I mean, if Menafield hits you, it's a problem. He is a absolute specimen in a unit. And he, he was throwing looping bomb right hands, and he eventually caught him with, I think, a left hook, like right on and the then temple. He with a, and then he hit him and with then he a, did, like, the right, big right when he turned around or whatever. Right? Or it yeah. might have been the other yeah. way around. But, other way around, yeah. yeah. But That's right. either way, it was nasty. Yeah, and then he had three follow-up shots. That oh, was man. Fucking, that was sad. That and he was hit all of them. Was, he didn't miss any of these shots. He was just brutally just assaulting this that, man. Yeah, and, like, I, you know, I know what I'm watching. It's 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 a sport where guys, like, just beat the fuck out of each other. But that was that was sad, man. He was knocked out cold, and he he <laughs> just kept he just, he just just kept hitting him. Mark Smith, Mark Smith blows. He's always way, way he's – he's always in the corner. Like, he's always yeah. at the very far side of the ring. And then by the time he gets in there, you know, fucking – Guys getting his brains beat in, like fucking. Um, I'm trying to think of the his name from um, Game of Thrones when the mountain. Oh, um, Oberyn Martell. Gave this fucking yeah, Mister Martell the Viper when he fucking smashed his face in. That's yeah, that's that's Mark Smith reffing a fight. You killed our um, children. <laughs> Say you did it. Say, Say you did it. Classic for anyone out there. You got to watch Game of Thrones to understand what we're talking about. But yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, you know, not really a surprise. Misha Serkinov should probably be taken out to, uh, the back of the, sh- back of the, back of the shed. <laughs> back of the apex, you know? dude. <laughs> back of the apex. The back of the performance institute where nobody knows. They should have turned Olenek into glue. <laughs> Let me just say that, uh, just off the rip that Olenek should have been turned into glue, but. Oh man. Yeah. Sad, sad to see for Serkinov. Honestly, I hope he's done because that was just, br- that's a, that's brutal. But, um. Shout out to Menafield. I honestly, when Menafield came out, I was so nervous because I only saw one person with him, and it was fucking Pat Barry. I'm like, no, no, where's everybody else? This can't be your only guy. But he got it done, thankfully. Yeah, I can't can't believe it. But uh, what did you make of this uh, Mana Martinez, Brandon Davis? Do you think the right decision was made as a split decision? I thought it was. I thought he won one and two. He kind of stole the second round at the end by dropping him. 
I think Brandon Davis came on strong at the end. Brandon Davis looked good, but just wasn't enough. I think Martinez, I think James Krause was right. Martinez was fucking around a little bit too much. Yeah, he and was. That's the reason Absolutely. he probably didn't get him out of there because he was hitting him and hurting him, and then he was just not pursuing it. I don't think he actually thought he had him hurt, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he, he had him too at the end of the second round. He just ran out of time. Yeah, I think if um, that, that's another 30 seconds he long, was, he was, he was, he was done. out of there. He yeah. was done. I, I, maybe even 10. Uh, he, he didn't look good and he, he fell twice. And the second time he went down, he looked like he was like, you know, ready to go. But, um, he definitely, he definitely stole the third. I think, uh, Camillo gave him the first and the third to Brandon Davis. I, I don't know if I agree with that, but Mana Martinez was definitely, uh, definitely fucking ran a little bit. Um, still though, I think he looked good. It was, it was pretty much shot for shot. It seemed like, you know, they were going back and forth. He had was it what, multiple spinning back fists. Uh, either way, I know he's done it in a couple other fights, and when he when he uh, when he throws it, especially when he has somebody backing up against the cage, perfect time. There's nowhere nowhere for them to go. Um, that was that was beautiful when he landed that. So yeah, I mean, I, I like Mana. We were talking about him before the fight. How we both like him. Uh, he's pretty entertaining. He's only 26, 25, um, and he's he still looked good and competitive in that loss to Ronnie Lawrence, who uh, we we thought we were expecting big things from. Yeah, but yeah. I, you know, split might be a little generous, but either way, he got it done. James Krause was must have had him in a parlay. You know, he's freaking out. He had the inside the distance. Get him out of here! <laughs> no, nah, I thought the one one was a little questionable, so I can understand maybe somebody giving it to to Brandon Davis. Yeah. But I thought, I mean, I thought Mano, Mano won pretty easily too, one and two, and then he probably lost the third. So seemed pretty easy. But uh, I mean, wins a win. We get the money line. No inside the distance, but it's okay. We'll, we, it's all good. We cash out a little bit. Uh, Jacob Malkoon, dominating, dominating performance against Nick, Mick, Nick Maximov. Maximov just might not be that good. I know he got hurt pretty early on in the fight, buckled his knees, right knee. Yeah. It, it, but, it, it didn't look good, but, I mean, I don't know if that's what we're going to use as the excuse here. Right. I mean, listen, he got a knockdown in the first round and still lost the round. Yeah. You know, so, like, uh, did he – also, it says he didn't go for any takedowns, Maximov. Zero for zero. Um, Mr. Malcoon was nine to thirteen. Like I said, man, he goes for it. You know, he's not when when you when you match up skills and you you know the eye test, anything, any time, any any kind of um, variables that you look at, and you look at Jacob Malcoon, you probably don't rate him highly. I don't, but there's just some things that he, he he's a specialist, and also he just fucking works, man. He's a work. He's a hard worker. He's a grinder. And that can get you by. That can get you by a hundred percent to you know get you some wins. Get you some wins over guys like. Nick Maximoff, who might be a bit of a fraud. I don't know. Like, I, I bet on him twice now. And he's lost both fights. Back to back. So, and that's after he beat Puna, who I had money on. So I, I, I can never get a, uh, a good grip on how to judge his fights and how to judge him, even, as a fighter. I, I really don't know what, what to think of him. Uh, I know he's only 24, but it seems like he has um, a style that's not – not really good. Doesn't won't age well, you know. And then he's he's getting hurt. Uh, I don't know. I never been never been big on him. And then I got big on him, and now I'm low on him again. So shout out to Jacob Malkoon. Um, he looked really good. Won every round. He got hurt, yeah. but he still, you know, he, he he survived. So he's getting better and better too, though, man. Uh, how old is he? He is only 27. So we'll see what them boys down under got him uh, got him improving on next fight. Maximov also seems like he has he carries a lot of weight for no reason. Uh, if that makes mm-hmm. sense, like he's kind of jacked, but like he doesn't really use it. I I don't know if that makes sense. I don't know. I I feel like in mixed martial arts, 
being jacked is only really necessary if you're like just knocking dudes the fuck out. And if you're really yeah. not, then your wrestling is going to be good whether you're a little bit small. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it'd be better for your gas tank to be a little bit smaller, but it's probably, I mean, what do I know? It's probably easier to take dudes down when you're fucking jacked, but it also True, seems but... like your gas tank just evaporates the bigger you are. So, But Malcoon, like you said, I think tenacity is a lot to do with mixed martial arts and winning these fights. I mean, when, when you, like you said, when the skill levels are pretty close... The guy that goes for it's gonna win, you know, and the guy that that he's just a dog, man. Yeah, and he he's just he's willing to walk into the fire. He's willing to get hit, but he just keeps going for takedowns. He keeps pushing the action. He keeps putting pressure on his opponent. So, I mean, at some point we're gonna have to give Malcolm respect. I think he's on the fade watch though, because uh, yeah. he he does not have good hands. That that is a huge uh, concern. But good for Malcolm. Good victory. Uh, Joe Anderson Brito. Took care of Lucas and Alexander. I don't have much to say other than he was just the Mr. Alexander was mu- not not Lucas Anderson, Lucas Alexander, as I was calling him on the other podcast. Uh, he was just outmatched, man. The power, everything. Uh, Joe Anderson Brito is a problem. He is a fucking unit for 145. He's scary. He, was just, he was picking him up and hitting him with the choke slams, the rock bottom, any WWE move you can imagine, and just got yeah. him out of there eventually with the rear naked choke. Yeah, and Alexander. Hopefully, I'm saying the Alexander and the Anderson. Uh, it's gonna fuck me up. Oh, yeah. pretty much any <laughs> this whole time. But um, Ander- Alexander's pretty big for that for that weight class. He's almost six foot, I think. And Brito, uh, I guess Brito is how they were saying it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I heard that too, and I was like, okay. But I like Brito. Yeah. But I guess it, we, I, we I'm learn- not one to <laughs> tell you how to say your own name. So we learn a new thing every day. Shout out to Philly's legend, A. Eugenio Brito. I think yeah. that might not be his first name. Edway but, Brito. Um, Yes, him, uh, the elite lefty. Um, yeah, I pitched like one game. I was like, "Yeah, he's the best," and they just sent him back down to AAA. He probably never played. No, he's dead. Great. Um, no, he's not. But <laughs> yeah, Burrito is—he's a fucking. He, everything he does is just with full force. And Dom was like, "Yeah, this is good that he's slamming him, but it's also not good." And I was kind of like, "Yeah, I mean, you're slamming the guy. I know you're using a lot of energy, but I think he knows what he's doing. He's got those Nintendo sixty-four years, dude. I don't know what it is. It just cracks me up every time I see them." Um. Yeah, he's a problem. He's a problem. Everything. He just looks for the finish. He he put the hooks in, and he was fighting those hands just up, just until he could get under the chin, and then he got under, and he did one of those standing rear naked chokes where he just brings the guy to the ground, and he's just like it, it looks Dumbed very out. violent. Yep, and uh, impossible to really do anything with. So shout to Mister Brito, uh, his lone loss coming to Mister Algio. We'll see what's next for him. I think he can be a, a, a serious player in this division when he has that ups, that finishing upside. Uh, he's also only 27. So we'll see what's next for him at 145. So next, this was a tough one for the brand. This was not good for the, the Ty Capone faithful. Sam no. Page got dominated. Uh, unanimous decision. Piera Rodriguez, believe in Piera. Uh, what do believe you have to say? Me. Pushing P, um, man, Sam. It, it's it's funny because like <laughs> I see glimpses of her. I'm like, okay, you know, she's she's really tough, and she she <laughs> she's still she she's such a weird fighter. I don't know how to. I might be overrating her, but I still think she's pretty pretty decent. I just I don't know what it is, man. She doesn't go for it enough. She's not nearly active. She's working on her takedown defense. Every time she got t- taken down, she got right back up. You know. Pierre to go five of eleven and only have like less than two minutes of control. It's pretty impressive. And Pierre Rodriguez, I think, is younger, more athletic, probably the better fighter. You know, what I mean, probably the more accomplished 
uh, fighter, probably better all around. But uh, Sam Hughes did have some some moments, if you will, not just just not many, very far and few in between. Like Pierre Rodriguez was there to be hit. I think she got tired very quickly. But Sam Hughes just she doesn't have the power. She doesn't have the versatility offensively. You know, she can throw she throws some jabs and some some shots, but she just doesn't do enough. Maybe she just doesn't have it in her arsenal. Maybe she just is that definition of average fighter. Yeah, you know, like it, it also seems like when she goes down, it's very hard for her to you know get back or make a comeback. You know, like I. I or she, yeah, get she people can't really out rally. of there. Yeah, you know, like I don't know. Like you need that ability to get people out of there. I don't know if she necessarily, I mean, has that for the most part. I know she just came off of it, and Elise Reed uh, elbows from Mount, but that's not, you know, I don't know. Yeah, Elise Reed is an Invicta fighter. It's it's <laughs> it's funny because the first and third round were both close, but she just didn't do enough in either uh, in either of them. Um, I think I think they all no no. Uh, Adelaide Bird gave Sam Hughes the first round, and the other two gave her the third. Yeah, uh, yeah, man. They were, like, like I said, they were both close. The second round was obvious, but she just didn't do enough. Um, you know, she again, she had just a couple moments, but just not a, not nearly enough to steal a round. She's not really good at stealing or winning rounds. I saw after the first round, they said the she was the live favorite. Um, so I guess I'm not surprised by that. You know, if if the other two refs, refs gave or judges gave her the first round, she would have won the fight. Uh, but you know, just just gotta do more. Gotta be more active. Yeah, man. Uh, Tatsuro Tiara, man. This is a guy who has an enormous amount of skill for 125. He's a big 125er. Uh, he, sort of a dominating grappling game. Uh, he was able to. I mean, I I, I know he can strike, but he just he did. You can just tell, especially in this matchup, he wanted this on the ground, and he liked how it looked on the ground. Vagar was able to reverse a couple times and sweep with just sheer power. At one point, he locked in like a head and arm from the bottom and then swept him, which was pretty nice. But eventually, it got him armbarred. Uh, there was a rear naked trick. He had his back for a lot of the second round. He turned that into an armbar, was able to get him out of there. And uh, big Tiara fan here, man. Yeah, what is he, 22, 23? I think so. And he... Uh... Yeah, like you said, he he went from uh, the rear naked choke right to the armbar transition. When 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 you see uh, fighters do that, Mackenzie Dern's really good at it. just going from one to the other. That's when you know they're special. You know, that's when you know their grappling is not to be fucked with. So yeah, I think he's the real deal. I think he's what, what is it one thirty or one twenty five? Right, one twenty five. Yeah, like you said, dude, yeah. he's a big boy, one, five seven, seventy yeah, inch reach. That's a huge. You know, yeah, like I mean... CJ Vergara is big for that weight class, and you know he's he's bigger than him, so. Um, yeah, I'm interested to see what he does. Ne- uh, interested to see what he does next, what, who they give him next. I think they're going to probably slow play him a little bit just because 125, since Dana tried getting rid of it, has really just had like kind of a, a little resurgence, you know? Yeah. Um, let's see where he's at in this in this ranking. They have him in the 20s. So, yeah, maybe give him like Ode Osborne. I know he just lost, or uh, Mr. Dvorak, David Dvorak coming off a tough loss. There, there's definitely some, some fights to make uh, with him in this division. I think it's it's definitely a lot deeper than it's been. Uh, so yeah, we'll see. He's, he's super young, super green. I'm sure he's going to get touched up on the feet a little bit, but he has he has some tools to work with that can really take him far, especially in a division where you figure maybe in two three years, Figgy won't be around here. Maybe Moreno won't be around. Who knows? Who knows? Kai Car France isn't young. Uh, Pantoja isn't young. Yep. Royval isn't. You know what I mean? So like most of the, the new wave. Absolutely. Like we thought Manel Cop was going to be like the, the 
a part of that new wave, even though he's not necessarily a young, young guy, but just new right. faces in this 25 division that are going to make uh, waves. I think TR is definitely that kind, of, that kind of guy that can be the next sort of wave of uh, 25 talent. How about JP Bays as well? Yeah, shout out. Oh, who doesn't love him? Uh, P Rod, man, put your boy, Ooh. your your boy, Mike Jackson, to sleep. To, 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 he, he, sad, he, cream, he cremated Mike Jackson in the octagon That's, on Saturday night to start the night. <laughs> he fucking basically <laughs> he did, did that as well. He, cre- <laughs> he did whatever the fuck he wanted to him. And got yeah. him out of there. P Rod, man, he's an absolute just prison fighter. It seems like he just. Yeah, I, I would not want to be locked in any sort of confined space with Pete Rodriguez. He he looks like a problem. But Mike Jackson has no business being in the UFC or in a cage, for that matter. And he's way yeah. too old to be doing this, and he's too stiff and everything. You can just keep saying it all day. But cash out our first-round TKO. It was never in doubt. Yeah, uh, you know, you pretty much just said every. Mike Jackson's a photographer. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe OnlyFans would work for him. I don't yeah, know. I, if he has a hog. Uh, <laughs> uh, being friends with Mick Maynard has has, uh, has got him somehow three UFC fights, actually four UFC fights. Well, technically, um, I mean, they owed him, right, because of the CM Punk thing? Yeah. Like, he kind of, like, swindled them out of, like, a fucking, like, they they had to give him, like, some, a fight against him, and then he, like, signed a multi-fight deal, and then he was like, well, I'm not. Hopefully he's done. I hope, I hope well, he's I mean, done. Well, I mean, who wants to get fucking put in body bags all the time? The money's not worth it, man. He got fucking put to sleep. They had to unfold his knee out from underneath of him. That was bad. The, the, when you see a guy like fold like that, um, it's it's pretty scary. Yeah. What they were at one seventy. So like, I don't even know <laughs> who could you give him that no would one. even be a remotely don't even, don't even don't even bother. No one. There's no Martin one. Martin Sano. Sam yeah. Alvey at eighty five. <laughs> yeah, but can Alvey he make one eighty five? Beat his ass, dude. He would kill him. Um. The, <laughs> no, I guess maybe Darian Weeks, Mike Matheta. Mike Matheta would put him in a fucking no, casket. Everyone that you're naming <laughs> would kill him. He's the worst. I don't think Martin Sano would. Honestly, you know I think what? Martin Sano is pretty That's bad. That's a good matchup. The <laughs> first one who gets punched loses. What about the water um, buffalo? Have the he is at one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Mr. Charont. Uh, Fabio Charont smokes him. What about Kills that him. French gentleman no. that was at heavyweight that we kept fading? Uh, um, I don't remember. Uh, no, you know what? Um, God damn it! While you, no, th- his name while is... you think of that, though, did you know what the fight of the night was? I yeah, I don't know how they didn't know who else uh, to give it to. They, I mean, I thought it for sure should have been Mana and Brandon Davis. That's what I thought. I mean, I, I guess you're right; they didn't know who to give it to, but I did not think it was Dusko and fucking. I mean, it only, it only went one and a half rounds, you know? Yeah, and it was boring. <laughs> It was mainly boring. I don't like the second yeah. round was okay, but like that was just because he was just getting his face beat in. Uh, yeah, I mean, no, okay, I'm sorry. No, I mean, like you know, Dusko did nothing in the first round, and Jordan Wright was did nothing in the second round, and that was the fight of the night. I, you know, yeah. Shout out to Jordan Wright for getting that 50k before he you know goes to Sherwin Williams for a full time gig, but rough. How about uh? How about here we go? That's where I was at. Performance of the night: Jonathan Martinez and Tiara. I think that that's uh, somewhat worthy of uh, 50k. I think Alonzo Mendes yeah, I mean, probably could have deserved the 50k. Oh uh, yeah, and even and maybe, Sun Tzu, maybe, maybe maybe Burrito. Uh, you know. Yeah, but you know, maybe, I guess they didn't want to. I guess they give it to Martinez. They don't um, want to reward these trash cans that they were beating. I, guess, <laughs> I don't blame them. I don't blame them. How about some boxing? We got a little bit of boxing before we get out of here. 
Uh, I guess what do you want to talk about first? Should we talk about the big one? I guess Wilder and uh, Hellenius. Hellenius getting put in a uh, in a coffin in the yeah, first he round. Got, he got cremated. Wilder did uh, not look good early on. No, like his movement did not look good. Right? Am I? Was I crazy yeah. thinking that? Like I was no. like, whoa! Like what's going? Like he just looked like he was like wobbly for some reason. I was like, what is going on? But I just think he was just kind of working his way in there. And he's it's the truth though, man. All he has to do is be perfect for one second. He was, and he just caught him, and good night. He didn't even hit him with, like, one of his top 50 punches. No. Ever. You know, like, and he still just completely folded him. Robert Hellenius, though, he's, he's taking so much damage. When Gerald, uh, when Gerald Washington ices you, he used to play in the NFL, I believe. That's, like, ices you completely in a fight where you're just beating the fuck out of him. That's when you know you have a serious chin problem. They were their friends. Uh, I know Wilder, after the fight, told him he loved him and he was sorry. Which um, which is sad to see, honestly, because I'm sure he didn't want to fucking put his friend and former train partner in a fucking coma. But uh, I think Hellenius is done now. Good for him. Probably the best finished fighter boxer there's, there's ever been. Uh, and at one point did look, you know, he had one of the biggest upsets in recent memory when he beat Konachki. But just the chin, man, it is just gone. And when you fight Deontay Wilder and you don't have a good chin, I don't know yeah, what you expect I mean- to do. You know, he hits you with a jab, and you're probably and done. And he was putting reckless pressure on him in that to the end that first round. He just caught him with a, like you said, like not even really that great of a punch, but it was just short, short window, right short button. distance, right on the button, and just put him to sleep, man, and and laid him out straight. Looked like looked like he was getting stretchered out. He was ready to be stretchered out of there immediately. Like then they were trying to get yeah. him up. Like that's that's always the tough part about boxing when they're trying to get the guy up and he can't even stand and he's wobbly and he's this guy's like six seven it's like oh my god man this is awful but uh yeah good for wilder uh there was a couple other fight. i mean uh the, of the ones i saw clarissa shields and uh was her name marshall was her i don't remember her savannah first name. marshall savannah marshall that was an exciting fight really good uh i, I, I thought the, i like clarissa shields i don't know about the the, the quote Nickname? I don't know if that's no, really I'm, I'm okay with that. And then the dance routine coming into the uh, to the ring was a little bit ridiculous. She, there's a lot of people who don't like Clarissa Shields, and I don't blame them because every time she, every time you see her or hear from her, she's saying something that bothers you. You know? Yeah. Just the, just the quote nickname after her third boxing match. I was like, all right, you know, <laughs> let's take let's calm down. But but I mean, she's only 27, so. I think, you know, the one thing that might hold her back in her entire career is her punching power. She doesn't really have any. But she goes for it, man. She is she she digs deep. She digs down very deep. We saw it when she fought in MMA. I mean she fought two girls who weren't very good, but like she's not she's a boxer. She's an Olympic boxer. Like this is something completely foreign to her and she was, you know She didn't quit. And that in the first fight against that Brittany Elkin chick in PFL, she fucking she went to the third round, she got a third round finish. Like that that's something. Like most people you'd see would quit. Uh, and then she lost a close split to Abby Montez. Uh, maybe she goes back to that MMA well. Like, I don't know what else there really is to do in boxing. Like, I guess she could fight. Uh, I don't know if Taylor, I don't know if they're in the same weight class, uh, Taylor and Serrano. She's at 160. I don't know. I don't I know what else. Who, she looks huge compared to them. Yeah, I don't know what else there really is to do uh, for her. But I, th- I think she's probably the best, the best uh, female boxer in the world, if, at least up there with Katie Taylor. Who fights? I think this weekend. Could be wrong, but I think she fights. This I think weekend. so too. Um, which is interesting. Which is awesome. Like you got her, you got Michaela Mayer, Alicia Bumgarner. That fight was really good. Michaela Mayer um, got beat up, right? Is that, that is that what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, she lost. She lost in the co-main to Alicia Bumgarner, uh, and not 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 as not as compelling, not as fun, not as exciting as the main event. But two really good fighters. Uh, I think Daniel Dubois' little sister was on this card. She got a win. 
Um, I don't know if you did. You see any of the Haney fight? Uh, no, not really. I I heard Cambosis got beat up a little bit. I did. You know, yeah. yo, how about your boy Caleb Plant putting Anthony yeah. Durrell in a body bag with a nice short Slept left him. hook and then and then burying him <laughs> and then burying him. And who, who was that it? Was... Uh, who's the ref? The fucking what's his name, dude? I can't think of it. He's like a fucking famous um, ref, like Ken. Uh, uh, I forget. Harvey Doc? No, 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 no. That's who did the Plant Durrell fight. Is it? Yeah, the guy was yeah. freaking out when he was trying to fucking bury him, dude. <laughs> it wasn't. I, listen, I, I don't love that, but also it's not. As the ref, that has nothing to do with you. Nothing. Uh, your, no. your job when somebody gets knocked out is to tend to the knocked out fighter. Now, if he's like literally standing over him and like on top of him, sure. But yeah, like back him up. But yeah, I, I feel the same way. It's like he was. You know, let's calm down. You know, you're not. That's not Anthony. He's supposed to obtain or maintain the professionalism of the like. Come on, uh, man. Like, professionalism in a sport where guys professionalism beat the when dudes telling each other, other. To suck their dicks and I'm gonna kill you and shit like that. And professionalism like, when the night before a fight you have judges. And the promoter having a dinner together. Yeah, come on, let's be real. <laughs> Give me a fucking break. Caleb Plant, I think next for him should be David Benavides. I think that would be an absolute banger. Uh, Darrell, you know, he looked okay, but sadly could not get it done. Also, um, on the undercard, Gary Antonio Russell suffers an L. He is not as good as Gary Antoine Russell or Gary Russell Jr. It's two brothers with the same exact name. Um, they ended in a headbutt, just like the first fight did. With him and Emmanuel Rodriguez. So maybe they should just never fight again because they keep uh, button heads. But uh, Mr. Rodriguez did get him out of there. Good fighter. Emmanuel Rodriguez, he just couldn't beat Nye in a way, but nobody can beat that motherfucker. So I can't get mad at him for that. Um, so, yeah, pretty good pretty good boxing day all in all. And we will have a big show on Friday afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we will have a whole UFC 280 breakdown. Uh, is there? There's not much boxing, right? It's, it seems like it's a mainly a MMA. I'm sure there's a couple uh, <coughs> of events going I on. Only, I I don't see anything other than um, Michaela Mayer, or I mean um, Katie Taylor. Okay. So uh, I know there's obviously next, not this coming weekend, but next weekend we have the big Jake Paul Anderson Silva grudge match. Actually, Katie Taylor is that same is is the 29th. So okay, so yeah, there's, there's really nothing. nothing this weekend. Okay, so uh, it's an MMA weekend, baby. It is what it is. Thank God. UAE Warriors, we will have a whole breakdown of that. Uh, Brave CF, LFA, one championship I will not talk about. But UFC 280, <laughs> man, we will hear Ryzen. Uh, if anyone's steroided up, I'll talk about that. But until then, ladies and gentlemen, we will, we will be there. This is the Hot Take Hotbox, Shoulder Strikes MMA podcast. Go Birds, and God bless. Go Birds.